This episode of Enchanting Aspects is brought to you by Roxy B, Nerdalistic, and Alexander Mercury. Thank you, patrons. If you'd also like your name read at the beginning of the video, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash artdeckaspects. Enjoy the episode! Works in Nintendo and so does yours, and they're in love. <laughs> and the Nintendo is the logo. I want that too now. I really want that too. Um, what's going on? What's what's up? What's what's happening? What what is happening? Oh, um, I I drew dogs and cats at a farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah! I made some money. Aww! Oh my god, Amy, these drawings are so good. Thank you. It's because I had some practice working at a pet hotel and drawing all of the dogs. Oh yeah! Yeah, that would that would do it. That would do. You're you're like perfectly suited for this. I am. Like this is this is my like I got a bam mama resume. I've drawn dogs. I drew dogs (laughs) for a full year. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. I just like just like. So, what makes you uh, qualified for this position? Just sliding a piece of paper across the table. I've drawn dogs. D- hired, just a piece hired, of- hired, 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 hired. I slide a drawing of a dog across the table, <laughs> and the the boss says, "This this is I- my dog. How did you know? I'm like I just know, dude. I just know. I I I I can't. I honestly can't stop the visions from entering my brain." I know, it's, I just see dogs all the time. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, just just like, oh my god, what a fun, like, power. I feel like this would be, like, in, like, a super, like, a CW superhero show, villain mm-hmm. of the week, but it's, like, super not dramatic at all. It's just like, yeah. like oh, my power? Oh, well, every time I'm in a room with anybody, I just have visions of their pets. <laughs> It's pretty sick. That. It's pretty sick, actually. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can also, like, see exactly what their pet is doing, though. So, like, you're at work. Oh, yeah. Or, or you're shopping with somebody, and then you're looking at them, and you're like, your dog's fucking eating out of your fridge right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Your lizard has escaped the container. <laughs> container is not the right word. What's the right word? Is container enclosure. implies you just... Enclosure, yeah. Container kind of implies that you're putting your lizard in a jar, and that's a bad... Don't do that. I shouldn't have to tell you this. Do you want to hear a really bad joke? Um, Yeah. You you were going to do it regardless, but yes. Yeah. So you look at somebody, and you're like, whoa, I love your pet snake. And then they're like, I don't have a snake. I have a lizard. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, now, sorry, not to question the lore of your joke... But How did it happen? Right, like, asking? like at what point? I guess it, here's my question: At what point during the digestive process do you stop seeing the snake? What do you mean? Because if the joke is that 
the snake ate the lizard. Which, first off, I don't think snakes eat lizards. No! The joke was he had a lizard, but the lizard lost all of its arms and its legs and became a snake. Wait, what? That's Amy! That's what kind of fucking leaps of logic are you doing here? <laughs> I don't know. The I was fucking thinking... <laughs> the lizard got into a sawmill accident. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> what? The... Just ah, uh, damn! You shouldn't have left your lizard loose in the sawmill while you're going to the grocery store. Yeah. Um. Welcome to Enchanting Aspects. This is a place where we see your pets and watch yeah, we out. We see your pets. They're. <laughs> Keep away from the sawmill next door. Yeah. Um, hey. Um. Uh. To. Uh. To. Um. Jeremy, listening to the podcast, we see your bird. Oh shit! We Call see out. what your bird. We see what your bird is getting up to. Your bird is up up to some shit. This is so specific. I really hope somebody out there is named Jeremy and that they have a bird. If, I really hope so. This, you know, if, what, sometimes hey, you just got you just got to shoot your shot. Hey, fuckers! If 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 use is named Jeremy and you own a bird, you win a free pass to be on the as a guest on this podcast. Don't promise that. The first Jeremy with a bird that contacts us gets to be on this podcast for free. I'm sorry. The implication you're having here is that you can pay me, you can pay us, you can just pay me to be on this podcast. Yeah, if you give us um a big amount of money, then we'll do it. This is not a Patreon reward. This is absolutely not a Patreon <laughs> reward. This is a threat. <laughs> this is oh a ransom. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hey, Amy. Oh, I didn't say what the podcast is about. The people know. Okay. What's up? I get it. (laughs) My name's Amy. (laughs) My name's Jupiter. Um, uh, if this is your first episode of Enchanting Aspects. (laughs) Sorry. I, no, I, I, welcome. Welcome in. Welcome into our saloon. Um. Howdy, partner. Howdy, partner. Got a sarsaparilla right here for you. Yeah, uh. Sorry, I let me hold on. Let's let's both just really quick do our our best cowboy voices. Oh, okay. You go. Oh, you want me to go? <laughs> now I was down in the mine, mining for for coal, <laughs> and now I'm coming up to get uh, my my drink from the from the saloon. Yeah, you but, know how cowboys are famous for being miners. Well, I'm a prospector. Don't <laughs> do not. Do I, you know what the the old town old town road uh I meant mm-hmm. I meant well the the old I guess it's just old town. The <laughs> mm-hmm. the old town has a you know, a thriving economy. It can't just be run on cowboys alone. Gotta have prospectors and <laughs> and other people in the te- farmers probably. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm I, howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm howdy. from I'm from Cowboy Town, and that. Oh, Cowboy Town is a rivalry with Old Town. Down, down in Cowboy Town. I, now I have to do a stupid prospector voice. I can't do a, a proper cowboy voice. <laughs> it's got in my fucking head. I do declare 
down in cowboy town, we we do have a mighty fine amount of coal and and that's, absolutely that's no a, cows. That's not, cow, that's not a cowboy. That's a baron. <laughs> I don't even know what a baron is. You know, you like uh, goes on on a riverboat and plays poker a lot. Um, have they ever made a pun about like baron and baron, like? A, a person who's a baron, but also like baron, like they're. I'm, Amy. I'm sure they have. Hey, uh, do you want to do the show now? Yeah, I guess. Um, so my thing is one that's honestly well, well waited for, and like no fucking surprise. Uh-huh. Today I'm gonna be talking about the Katamari Damacy soundtrack. Oh yeah, why? Have we not talked about Katamari Damacy before? I feel like we must have. We, we've talked about the Katamari Damacy items list. Ah, yes. But we have not talked that about the true. soundtrack. Let's talk about the soundtrack. Let's talk, let's talk about the fucking soundtrack. Let's talk about the b- b- soundtrack. So, for all the non-gamers, howdy. My name is Katamari Damacy. And uh, I'm a video game that was made in uh, the year... Two th- 2004. Well, and down here in 2004. <laughs> we were calling for mines. Um, Katamari Damacy is a video game Sorry, made we in were 2004. calling for mines? Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. I can't call out every weird thing you say. I know. There's not enough time. Um, it's a, it's a game where you roll up stuff into a ball. Okay? It's a fun, silly, cute, fun good funny little game and it's cool and fun and it's good fuckers fucking play it god um, wow but the music is good in it and we're gonna talk about that today <laughs> <laughs> that is my that is the best description anyone could have possibly given no one could have done it better i think <laughs> yeah um so all you need to know about katamari is like every part of it is weird um like it's it's just fun. They got like weird a weird story going on with like I never beat it, so I don't know how the story ends honestly. But there's like kids and they're shaped like squares and all of it's weird. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> here's the thing. But here's the thing. For this, you don't need to know anything about the video game. You just need to listen to it. Exactly. Ah. So. This is this is what happened. A bunch of geniuses came together to make this soundtrack. So specifically, mm-hmm. the the game director uh, Keita Takahashi, he he um he he got the composer Yumiaki. Um, Yumiaki. All right. Fun fact. Um, apparently, Miyaki worked with uh, Takahashi on a video project that was called Texas Two Thousand. I'll guess I'll look that up lately. Well, Texas Two Thousand. Welcome yeah. down to Texas oh, Two Thousand. Um, but yeah, uh, Keita Taki- Takahashi was so impressed with him that he gave him full responsibility as sound director in Katamari Damacy. I. I don't know why I was surprised that when I googled Texas 2000, I just got information about the election from that year. Oh, God. 
Um, I almost had a heart attack because I was reading more of his biography and I saw MAGFest and immediately my brain went to MAGA and I was like, oh my God, no, don't. But no, it's, it's, it's it's, a music video game. Music and games. Yeah. 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 MAGFest (laughs) is, MAGFest is an established thing. It's been going on for a lot of years, but also, yes, that flight or fight response happens anytime I see a red hat, for sure. Um, so, Yumiaki... He's great, super cool dude. This was basically his um, idea for um, how the soundtrack was going to go for Kanamari. He stated that um, they wanted to go with kind of a timeless... Um, let, me, let me read. Basically, the director said that all he wanted the music to be was music that only Katamari Damacy could do. Only Katamari Damacy could really do and to be really fun. And so you, the composer, decided that they should have vocals, which is really rare for a video game. Like It really is, yeah. I mean, nowadays it's it's a little more common, but but back in the early 2000s, like unless you were doing fucking Dance Dance Revolution, you are yeah. not going to have like the the uh, oh, you're not gonna have a lot of stuff for. Yeah. You're, you're not gonna it's, have the shabucks to make yeah, it's, the music sing song. Yeah, it's it's a little bit more common nowadays, but also I feel like uh, along with a lot of things, a lot of like I feel like in a video game having lyrics can very much potentially distract from the experience, and I feel like a yes. lot of a lot of. Uh, Cause like I see games like uh, like you know I've seen like indie games and shit where like they will um, uh, just like have lyrics show up in like a crescendo of the game and it's very cool. Mm. Uh, but a lot of times I fucking am gonna sneeze and I just <laughs> want it to happen. God damn it! Ah, um. A lot of times in like triple A triple A games, I feel like uh, lyrics are kind of wasted a lot of times because they yes. just like they don't know how to. They just want to spend the money. They don't know how to use their tools appropriately. Uh, yeah. So yeah, with that, a lot of, mo- most video games don't have vocal music because it it would be too distracting in the background. Yeah. Yes. Um, for example, Persona. And Persona 4, like, all of the music is English because it's originally a Japanese game and they wanted English words so the players who only knew Japanese wouldn't be distracted by the English words. Um, yeah. Also why a lot of the times uh, the lyrics don't tend to mean much. <laughs> yeah, every time I'm I'm playing that game, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I'm loving it. Um, like, I'm sure that somebody will out there will tell me the meaning. But does does rivers in the desert actually have any cohesive meaning? I don't think so. It's just a nice song. Yeah. Even the fucking creator of all the like the sing songs in Kingdom Hearts, they have said like the English versions of their songs. They just kind of make up shit. <laughs> Um, right, because you don't want to be too distracting. Yeah. Um, so. I feel like there's a very, sorry not to interrupt yet uh-huh, again. Uh-huh. But I feel like there is a very particular musical skill uh, for creating lyrics that 
like are recognizable enough, but that like it sounds good, but also are meaningless enough yes. that you aren't distracted by it. And yeah, like, and trying it just to becomes, concentrate. Like, part of like yeah, it, it becomes like part of the, the the background noise or the world of the game rather than like the focus. I like yes, you know, like. I feel like, you know, people do occasionally tend to, like, make fun of the lyrics in these songs, but... But they're not meant to be meaningful. Right, yeah. You just just fucking vibe. I don't know. So, um, basically, um, Miyaki and Takahashi created the lyrics first of the songs, and then they chose the singers and the artists for them. And then... Oh, okay. They wrote the music specifically for each artist and with the intention, I'm, I'm reading verbatim from the wiki, with the intention of creating songs that were familiar but not trendy so that they would not seem dated in the future, which still stands to fucking time. Like this yeah. game is almost 20 years old um, and its music still is amazing and isn't dated at all. So yeah. real quick, let me also talk about... Um, the singers. I know I know nothing about the history of Japanese music, but um Yumiaki specifically chose um Japanese singers who were well known in Japan like decades before, but nobody had heard from them in a while for whatever reason. Oh. Yeah, so he basically revived like a bunch of OG names of people who were really popular back in the day. Um, now, that's super interesting because, like, I think that might be, like, contributing to what we were talking about of, like, like it having, like, that sort of instantly nostalgic feel yeah. to sort of, like, in the same way that, like, although, you know, obviously way better and less cynical, but, like, in the same way that, like, mall music tends to just be like the way to get you from point a to point b and holding your attention Mm -hmm. with that like a um something that feels comfortable enough that you don't want to leave right yeah but with with this in a much much less cynical way it is like creating that environment by having and i feel like the effect would have been you know obviously much more pronounced for those playing it when it came out uh in japan of like, huh, I, you know, I know this voice. Yeah. You know, yeah. like this, like, even though, like, like. Like, even though it's specifically like co- made for kids, like, you know, their parents would probably be walking around the house and hearing, like, a voice that they might have recognized and been like, whoa, that's yeah. cool. I hear that. Um, yeah, or like or vice like, you versa, know, like a kid or like, hearing that music yeah. and then. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know, f- their family putting on an, an old record or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, just like that instantly nostalgic feeling. I, th- I think that's, like, really cool, actually. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and list some of the vocalists. Um, I don't really know any of them personally, but, like, you know, if you're into that. Um, we got Kenji Ninuma and Fumina. We got Masayuki Tanaka and Tomo- Tomomi Suzuki. We got Yui Asaka, Mika Sato, Charles Koze, um, Shigeru Matsuzaki. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we got a bunch yeah. of apparently very well-known um, yeah. 
I was Peeps. I was really hoping that you know somewhere in the dark recesses of my weird music knowledge brain yeah. that like, I would I have picked up on. Yeah, I, unfortunately not this time. Yeah, um, this was this was the biggest reason of why I wanted to bring this in today was because I didn't know this until I think a week ago on Twitter somebody mentioned it. They're like, it's really cool that like Katamari brought back so many like well-known um artists that you know or are aged and you know weren't really invited to stuff to do anymore because they're old um yeah but they did that and i was like oh what? i didn't fucking know that because it's like i already fucking love the music which i guess yeah. we'll we'll start to get into that now um yeah i mean look i f- like we do have we do have to do the classic na 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 that's exactly what i was gonna get to um so another very very fun fact about um, the opening of Katamari Damacy is when you open it, you will hear a certain humming, which I will play now. Um, so this humming is actually Yumiaki himself, the composer. Um, this was practice. He recorded that as oh. practice. Um, he was trying to experiment um, creating a memorable theme associated with the game because um, he was he was very um, aware and apprehensive of um, modern game music being not that memorable. Um, and especially in that era, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. for sure. The, like, the PS2 era is good for a lot of reasons, but not necessarily for its music. Yeah, like, if you think of PlayStation 2 games with good music, the only ones I could think of off the top of my head are, other than Katamari, is um, probably Spyro. And even then, it's like... Yeah. It's not... Um, It's like, it's got cool music, but it's not, like, known for its music. Yeah, I feel like that era is mostly known for Katamari and Sonic. (laughs) Yeah. Um... So yeah, that's a, that's a really good, cool little tidbit is that it wasn't even, it was like kind of just a placeholder and then it was kept in there because it was cute and fit with it. Yeah. Um, And it also that's matches, nice. it just fits so well with the theme of the game of just being silly and just doing whatever the fuck you want. And like, that's, that's also what Keita Takahashi said to the composer. Like he literally said like, have fun, do whatever you want. Like he gave full creative control to the composer. Um, yeah. And I love that because, you know, the whole idea of the game is you have full creative control. Go wherever the fuck you want. And go go crazy. Go stupid. D- see, pick up see a cow. That mountain, see that mountain over there? You can pick it up in You your can ball. pick it up, you asshole. Um, <laughs> so I guess now comes to the last part, which is me naming my favorite songs. I am obviously can't name all of them. Um, but... I will do some of them. First of all, I'm going to give a quick shout out to the Overture, which is also plays at some point in the beginning of the game. I think it's like during one of the menus or something. It's just a piano version of the theme, but it's fucking beautiful. I'm not going to play it on here, though. <laughs> the most well-known song from Katamari is Lonely Rolling Star, which plays in the very first level of the game. Um, you'll It's like the most like cutesy, cutesy uh, song. Um, it's very cute. Um, 
It's not my favorite though. Okay. Um, my favorite is the fucking bear level. It's wow. the one that's it's the chigida, a funkida. Chigida, a funkida, minna damatte ore ni tsuite goi. Yeah, chigida, a funkida, minna hishi de ore ni tsuite goi. Come on, chigida, a funkida, minna damatte ore ni tsuite goi. Yeah, chigida, a funkida, minna hishi de ore ni. I gotta look up what it's called. I forgot. The song is called The Moon and the Prince. Um, oh, okay. And it's fun, it's good, and Chikida Funky Damina Dama Toini Zoe to Koi, yeah. I'm assuming that it will be all cut out. Of course it will, because that would be bad listening. But I just love how you spent like five minutes trying to find this song. And, you know, as, as far as the chunk of the podcast goes is it's good anyway yeah <laughs> i don't know it's good like i don't know i've spent too many words already and i'm tired but like all the songs are good and they're good and also um another all of them are good but another really good one is cherry tree times also it's the composer's favorite one because it's just a bunch of little kids singing and it's so super cute fun um so in conclusion, this soundtrack is made with passion and love and the whole game is really good and good and makes me feel good. And this soundtrack I listen to all the time for years and I never get tired of it. It's good. And that's my thing. That's your thing. That's your thing. That's your thing. Yeah. You know why this is a good soundtrack? Because it's... Not only is it so good if it were just a sound like an album like on its own, but it's like it's also attached to a game that like they just work so well with each other and they 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 promote each other. Yeah. One would not be the same without the other. Okay, what's your thing, Jupiter? Oh. Oh, my thing. You oh. want to know? You want to know my thing? Yeah. Do you really? Give me your fucking thing. Okay. Well, uh, my thing uh, was uh, inspired by a conversation I was having with one of my roommates uh, the other day. Where I was reminded of, uh, uh, honestly, you know what? This is coming from the same exact era of video games, but going on... Uh, the edgier side of things. What? Because edgy. edgy you? Be- <laughs> Fuck you. So, uh, uh, today I'm talking about a little video game called Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, fuck. He has a gun. He says, damn. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog is a game that is objectively a bad video game, but I it cannot I cannot escape it. It is bad. It, I've played it and I've I have tried to play it multiple times and it's bad and I could not continue playing it because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Every single time that I have played it, I replay it every couple of years. I guess uh, it's been a grip, maybe like eight years since I last played it, uh, but. It is a game that is bad to play. Yeah. Uh, and uh, is frustrating. And uh, yet, 
And yet, I I kind of do still love it. I love talking about it more than I like playing it. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but uh, it's a it's a it's a great game in terms of the video game canon, I guess. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I'm not a Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Shadow the Hedgehog is the only uh, Sonic game that I have ever beaten. Really? That is true. Wow. Um, I have played a few other Sonic games and not enjoyed them, including, and I'm so sorry to say this, Sonic fans, uh, no judgment, not saying it's, you know, based on the quality here, including Sonic Mania. I did not enjoy that. Oh. At I, all. I was, I thought you were about to say Sonic Battle Adventure 2. That one too. Oh, I love that one. Um, that's the only that's the only Sonic game I've ever beaten. Is that one? Mm. Um, yeah, I I just something about the Sonic gameplay. I'm not a fan of it. It's about that's, the chows, baby. Yeah, uh, just my personal <laughs> preference on things. But hey, have you have you met the chows though? Have you met, met yes, the chows? Yes, I've met the chows. Yes, I, I can. If I want a Tamagotchi, I can get a Tamagotchi. Oh no. Okay, we're not. Um, what's your, yeah? Continue. We're not. We're not. We're not getting into this. I can't. I can't bring up Sonic without discourse happening. It's just like Sonic exists at this point for di- online discourse. Yeah, you're right. What do we um, learn? <laughs> live and learn. Living oh, no, on said, the edge of tomorrow. I said, when will you learn? Uh, well, I have to live to learn. I have to live on the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> um, so. Uh, what I want to talk about, though, is Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, is so Shadow the Hedgehog is is fairly unique as far as Sonic games go and how it's structured. Mm-hmm. So it has, uh, I guess you could call it a morality system. Yeah, which stressed uh, me way too much as a kid. I was like, oh, fair. is this bad? Is this good? Wait, killing that thing was bad? Wait, I ignored... Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I accidentally ignored Sonic. I didn't mean to. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so each level has three different sets of actions that you can take, uh, except for the last stage, which only has two, but whatever. So you can either take the good path uh, what is called the hero path. You can take the neutral path or the dark path. And, uh, for example, I think in the first level, like, correct me if I'm wrong, I think killing Sonic is one of the things you can do in this game. I think so. Um, uh, so, basically, you're, e- the, the, here's the thing. In this game, they made Sonic into a cop, which is not true to Sonic's lineage. Mm-hmm. In this one, Sonic is is a cop working for a gun. The, the it's so funny. The military in Sonic is just called Gun, yeah. and they're supposed to be the good guys. That you just flashed me back to playing Sonic as a kid and seeing all the stupid fucking acronyms for every goddamn thing. They had to have acronyms for everything. Every yeah. enemy was an acronym. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, okay, so um, you go through these levels, you make your choices, you get an ending is essentially it. Uh, get an ending being there are three, you can have all of these paths, but there's only three end bosses. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, 
if you're practiced at the game, you know, each run can take like 20, 30 minutes, you know, something oh, like boy. that. Um, here's the thing is that each path through the game, not like each, each route you can possibly take has its own unique name. Oh my God. So say, you know, first level you go evil. Second level, you go good. Third level, you go neutral. Fifth level, you go evil. Uh, and sixth level, you go neutral. Last level, you go good. That path has a unique name. No, what's it called? What's that one called? Fuck, I forgot what I said. Just look at You're... one of them. Well, that's what I'm doing today. Oh, shit. How many are there? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. I, w- I want you to guess. Well, okay. I'm I'm a little um I have I have more information because the other day on Twitter, I think I saw somebody say that they had the job of doing a walkthrough for this game and they had to go through every single one. Um I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> in the 3000s. Oh, it's not that it's not that many. You you way overshot it. What am I thinking of though? Uh it is 326. 326. Uh, so, uh, what I want to do today is I want to, uh, pick a random selection of these names, just scrolling through them and reading them out, uh, based off of, uh, if they speak to me or not. Oh, okay. Uh, because their names are good. They're, they're very good. 326. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did they do this? 326. Okay, so let's see. Uh, oh, I'll, by the way, uh, I've gotten all of this information. There's a full list of uh, the names on sonicretro.org. Thank you. That is, thank you, sonicretro.org. Uh, uh, <laughs> also, I couldn't tr- find it. I gave up. Okay, fair enough. Here's one, number seven on the list. True soldier of destruction. <laughs> when my kitty knocks over the trash can. <laughs> Number 17, the loner's choice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Number 19, replica's depression. What the fuck? Number, number 31, Archimedes and the tortoise. What? Okay. Is that a reference to something? I'm looking it up now. Um, I guess it's a, it's a paradox. The, first off, it's Achilles, the actual paradox is Achilles and the tortoise. So I don't know why Archimedes got involved here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's, okay, I know this one, but it's hard to explain and I think it's stupid. So I'm gonna leave it alone. Okay. Number 33, seduced by taste of blood. (laughs) Number 38, enveloped in solitude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, really. Number 44, miracle of love. Aww. Yeah. Uh, sorry, going back up, number 32, where is my happiness? (laughs) Hey, did anybody see where my happiness is at? anybody, Anybody see where my happiness went? I think I dropped my happiness like 12 years ago. Anybody find it? Number 48, vainglory or abandonment? Vainglory is one word. Hey, what's your middle name again? Vainglory or abandonment? 
Um, okay, the only thing that I can come up with from Googling Vainglory is a MOBA from 2014. Oh. So that can't be it. I wonder if there's uh, supposed to be a comma there. Vain, glory, or abandoned. Maybe? Maybe? Um, uh, uh, number 71, life is guilty. <laughs> number 64, to love oneself. Aw. Number 66, birth of the robot emperor. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I want to just go ahead and remind you that, that these aren't unique endings. They're these just, are just titles. Pa- they're just path names. They do not indicate a unique ending, no unique text, nothing. They're yeah. just in a list. So the only reason you would go through all 326 of these is just to get these words. Yes, exactly. Uh, let's see. Number 75, Crystal of Tragic Knowledge. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, 83, In the Gap of Sadness. When the fridge be empty. <laughs> now, oh, now hold on. Number 92, Requiem for a Fallen Angel. Oh. Uh, let's see. Number 99, Retribution Against Humanity. Number 95, A Heart Awoken from Darkness. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, number 115, The Devil Born from Betrayal. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Number 118, a, The New Cold-Hearted Empire. I just, I really want to know whose job it was to do this and how much time did they go into making these up these names or they did just they like they had to just yeah. make shit up on the spot right yeah how did how did they decide what name went with what path yeah. that's what i want to know because there is some consistency here but like how do you decide what is a dark finale and what is a reclaimed heart yeah uh let's see <laughs> number Shadow, what's going on? Number 136, the truth of sadness. Hey, what is the truth of sadness, Shadow? What's the truth yeah. of sadness? That it's sad? Yeah, what did... Fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, dipshit. Um, number 155, the day that hope died. Oh, no. Uh, oh, my God. Number Shadow's... 150... <laughs> Sorry, go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, Shadow's a lucky asshole because Shadow the Hedgehog from the early 2000s is the only edgelord that's allowed to do all this. <laughs> He's the only edgelord who gets away with it. He's the only edgelord who's allowed to have 326 ways of being edgy. <laughs> How about 166, Journey to Nihilism? To- Sorry, I've never heard this word. It's nihilism, but nihility? Huh. Might be made up. Might be made up. Number 161, The Lion's Awakening. Which lion? What lion? I'm Quit a lion, lion now. I'm Shadow the Hedgehog and I'm a lion now. I'm a lion. Don't wave a red cape in front of me. That's a bull. <laughs> I was referencing Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, you oh, absolute dork. I'm so sorry, other Shadow. <laughs> it's okay. We can get past our differences. Um, let's see. Let's see. 
167, shadow surpassing shadow. Is that what just happened? I just killed you. I just... No, I just killed you. No, no, I just killed you. I, I killed you. You're dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm skipping a lot of these, uh, yeah. obviously. I couldn't mm-hmm. possibly... Imagine if I was just like, all right, Amy, buckle up. I'm reading all 326 of these. Uh, I would kill you. But I already have, because you're-, you're dead. No, you're dead. <laughs> Who is uh, that guy okay. in the mirror in front of me? Who is he? I've got to kill him. <laughs> is it just having a shadow the hedgehog looking in the mirror and just having a thought, having a little thinking yeah. to himself? Who's that bastard there? Who's that motherfucker in the mirror? I see him every time that a car passes by. <laughs> uh, 211, sinful protector. Mm. Okay, 205, Dark Hegemony. What's that word mean? Did they pick it because it sounds like hedgehog? I'm almost certainly guessing so, but let me just look it up. Leadership or dominance, especially by one country or social group over others. In holy hegemony. I guess so. Uh, Let's see, let's see. 220, The Importance of Truth. Yeah, what's the importance of truth, asshole? (laughs) (laughs) The truth of sadness. Oh. The importance of truth of sadness. You remind me of the truthness. What truthness? The truthness of sadness. What sadness? The sadness, the sadness of hedgehog. Of the truth. <laughs> <laughs> hedgehog. You remind me of the hedgehog. I saw my hedgehog. Two eighteen under the name of love. Under the you name of get, love. You got Sorry. a nice one sprinkled in there every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. Uh. Hey, what do you think of these names? 228, I shall be the one to judge. I make my choice. Yeah, I'm, you didn't laugh at my joke, but that's okay. It wasn't funny. I don't get it. I. Oh, I was, what do you I, think of this one? Is that what the... Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I, know, so I was like, too never stupid mind, to you get that. I was too stupid you, you to get, get that. You didn't get a choice. You didn't get a choice because I will be the one to judge. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Um... 243, despair's quickening. <laughs> Quick, somebody stop it. <laughs> uh, 234, a world united by darkness. So, America. I want you, I, so I want to just, I, I haven't been doing this. I want to go ahead and read you, I'll just tell you what the path is for that one. Mm-hmm. Hero, dark, 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 dark hero. Huh. So are you Okay. Sure. 248, making up for it in the end. <laughs> Is that just dark, 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 dark hero? Uh, it's actually not. It's hero, dark, dark, hero, hero, hero. Okay. Jesus Christ. It's like, damn, I had a brief stint of being evil. Yeah. But I made up for it in the end. Yeah. I'm all good. Only killed seven. How about this one? Um, well, 260, tears shed by the stars. And then... Another one, 263, Protector of the Ashen Moon. Okay. All right. Jesus Christ. 269. Is the moon even in the game? 269, Faith Without Falsehood. God? 272, The Sealed Away Ark of Sin. What the fuck? There's sin, there's faith. Where are we going? I don't. How about... 
Here's just one. Two, 286, the torn away necklace. It's just good. Damn. Shadow lost his fucking necklace Shadow in this lost one. His necklace. It got caught on a branch. Yeah. Only if you go on this stop. specific path do you lose your necklace. Yeah. Um oh here's here's a here's a fun one we can do. 296. Full metal prince. <laughs> Full metal prince. Thank you. <laughs> um two sorry, two ninety seven times watchman. Just like Yep, time sure is happening. Time's a time's a watchman. Yeah, yep, it's it's continuing. Time is continuing on. Oh my, three oh three, shouting at the morning sun. Ah! Ah! Fuck you, son. Fuck. You look like fuck Sonic you. when he's in his golden state. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Uh. <laughs> Uh, 318, almost done. A Dying Empire's Cry. Okay. 319, Moon of Atonement. Mm, just throwing in words. I like it. 320, Tear-Soaked Hometown. No, Hometown? <laughs> Shadow, where Not, are you from? Shadow, where are you from? Isn't hometown. he from the moon? Uh, he was created on a space station, I believe, yeah. Okay. Um. Fucking asshole. Oh my god. Um, oh my god, is the sneeze coming back? Is the other fucking nostril? What the fuck is happening? Sneeze control! <laughs> um, uh, three, 323, coffin of memories. I uh. mean, they all, you know, I am pretty impressed that all of them match the same vibe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like all of these could be, like, songs you would have listened to in middle school, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yelling at the sun. Yeah. yeah. Yelling at the morning sun, absolutely. <laughs> Damn, I saw that one live. Um, uh, so, the last one that I want to read off today, and I, and I don't say that as in I'm bringing it back later. This is yeah. our, we've had our time. Yeah. Number eight, believe in yourself. Yourself. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> what do we learn? Um, we learned that you can be silly and you can be edgy and um somebody's gonna have fun with it. Okay. We got anything else <laughs> anything else? Um number eight, believe in yourself. Yeah. Um <laughs> that's the moral. You can find uh, no, us- I mean Oh, sorry. I mean, here, here, here. I'll, I'll give it earnestly. I'll give it an okay. earnest one. Um, you can find within yourself, through your passions, an infinite well of creativity. Yes. Whether that be finding new ways to, uh, to create weird, funky music that will last the test of time. Or whether that is sitting down at your job at Sega and coming up with a bunch of names for pathways because your boss asked you to. Yeah. You can, you know, you can, you can find that well if you are passionate and, and number eight, believe in yourself. But also burnout is real and don't put yourself too hard. Burnout is so real. Just like, 
you know, take not only number eight, take care of yourself, but also number eight. Sorry, I meant believe in yourself, but number eight, take care of yourself mm-hmm. also. You um, know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said it. Thanks for listening to Enchanting Aspects. You can find us on Twitter at EnchantingPod. You can um, get, subscribe to our Patreon and join our Discord and and other shit. Um, but at patreon.com slash artdegaspects. And you can leave a review or tell your friends about us because um, we love attention. Yeah. What I, what I loved about that outro is how enthusiastic you were. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Number seven, love yourself. Number eight, believe in yourself. Bye. Bye. Depression and guns and stuff. I don't have a dad. I was born on the moon. Yeah, I've got a gun and I'll use it. Yeah, and I say damn and I'll kill you, ma'am. Yeah.